What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 17 of the Rough Golf Podcast. I hope everyone out there had a happy holiday. I hope you ate too much, got some new golf gear, got to go out there, hang out with your family, maybe play some golf. I just hope you had a fantastic time. I have not been able to play golf recently just because the weather has not been willing to cooperate. And, uh, you know, I'm anxious to get back out on the course and uh, get swinging, get hitting some golf balls and uh, start posting some low scores. And this got me thinking that um, during the downtime, I want to uh, offer some of the top five mental golf game tips that I've got that I've used uh, personally to help my game um, when I am out there on the course. And I want to give that to you. And I'm going to share those with you today so that the next time you go out on the course, you are going to be mentally prepared to play your best golf ever. I don't care if it's Two feet of snow on the ground. You're still going to be mentally prepared to play your best golf ever. So, here we go. Tip number one. You need to develop a pre-shot routine. Now, I know that you may be asking yourself, really, a pre-shot routine, how does that really tie in with mental golf? Well, here's how it ties in. I'm I'm about to tell you right now. It ties in because when you step up to the tee, you're going to make that first tee shot of the round. You are going to be nervous. I don't care if you're an amateur golfer, you've been golfing for 80 years, or you're a professional golfer that's got nerves of steel, you're still going to be nervous. There's still going to be a small amount of anxiety when you step up to the tee box to make that first swing. By building a pre-shot routine, You know exactly what you need to do when you step up on that tee box. There's no second guessing. There's no thinking. There's no questioning your uh, club selection or your process of what you're going to do to get the round started. You're just going to step up on the tee box and immediately jump right into your pre-shot routine, which is going to allow you to remove the mental aspect of that first shot off of the tee box help you deal with those tee box jitters and get your ball out into play and not over in a hazard or in uh, you know the woods somewhere where you can't find it. It's going to help you significantly reduce the amount of stress you place on your mind when you step up to tee off because you're going to develop muscle memory with that pre-shot routine. If you watch any of the pros, they go up to the tee box and they do the exact same thing that they've done the past four, five, six holes. They step up, they do their routine, maybe they stare down behind the back of the ball, they do a practice swing, they step up, they do their waggle. All of that is built into the pre-shot routine and all of it has helped them in their career by making it as easy as possible for them to flow from the last hole onto the next tee box with as minimal stress and thinking as they need. They already know they need to get up there, do the pre-shot routine, it'll pull them out of their head and they'll make fewer mistakes because they won't be sitting there thinking, 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 and distracting themselves from just swinging their natural swing and getting the ball out into play. So tip number one is to develop that pre-shot routine. It will help you. I guarantee it. You're going to see it. I know you will. Tip number two. Now, confidence is a huge part of playing golf. And tip number two deals with building confidence in your game of golf by making the safe shot. Now, I know that that seems crazy because I'm sure you would think like, well, if you make a 
you know, a, a go big or go home shot, then your confidence is going to be through the roof. You drive the ball 300 yards, your confidence is going to be through the roof because you had to clear that big old water hazard. Well, not necessarily. Temporarily, yes. If you're able to consistently pull that shot off, yes. But most of us don't always have that in us, especially if we've not been playing golf for a little bit because of the weather or there's some other part of our game that we don't feel like uh, is as polished as it should be. And when that happens, you need to, you know, stop yourself from going down the rabbit hole of mental destruction in golf by losing confidence in your uh, golfing ability. And you do that by playing the safe shot or the smart shot because you know you have a higher probability of making that shot and it's going to set you up in a better position consistently throughout your entire round than it would if you made a few hero shots. So by playing that smart shot and not using that risk-it-all mentality, you're going to start building confidence in your game. You know, you're going to be in the fairway, albeit 15 yards behind the big hitter of the group, but you're going to consistently be in the fairway because you're playing it smart, you're playing it safe, you're not going for those risky shots, and your confidence is going to build because you're going to be posting good numbers because you put yourself in a good position to do that. So that is a big part of mental golf is focusing in on that confidence and ways that you can build that confidence to keep your game consistent and keep it at a level where you don't begin to second guess yourself or any part of your game. So make sure that you are focusing on those smart shots, the safe shots. They will build confidence. I guarantee it. You're going to feel better after making that smart play than you would if you try to risk it and it goes in the water and you, you get your feelings hurt, your pride hurt, your mental uh, situation suffers, and it's not going to be good for your golf game or your scorecard. Okay. Now, tip number three sounds easier than it is. Okay. I, I struggle with this one from time to time. It's been difficult when I'm out there on the course um, because, you know, I just, I'm always critiquing my game and that's not a good thing for your mental game in golf. It's not. To continually critique yourself is not a good thing while you're out on the golf course. Okay. So tip number three is to focus on what you did right. Okay, not what you did wrong. Don't worry about what you did wrong on the last hole. I don't care that you made a triple bogey. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about you rewarding yourself for making a fantastic drive. I am worried about you uh, giving yourself a thumbs up because your chip shot landed within seven feet of the pin. And you normally don't make that happen. I want you to reward yourself for successfully two-putting and having the ball uh, roll up within a foot of the hole on your first putt and not eight feet past the hole like you normally do. Any one of those things, pick one of those things when you've had a hole, a bad hole, there is bound to be at least one good shot or one good takeaway that you can take from that bad hole experience and focus on that. When you put yourself in the negative mindset, you're just going to continually stay there. It's, it's almost as if, you know, I used to notice this. I, I've worked in a variety of, of different uh, vocations uh, throughout my life. And I used to work at a garage. And there would be times where, you know, everybody was, was up and we were making good money and, you know, things were good. It was perfect, perfect. 
And then you would have those, those slow weeks, or even in some cases, slow months, and things would turn to the negative very quickly. You know, man, this job sucks. I'm not making enough money. I'm all, I feel like I'm twiddling my thumbs, you know, all this stuff. And people who were previously upbeat about how much they enjoyed doing what they did start to say, yeah, yeah, I, man, this does suck. You know, this, this isn't good. And that negativity will bring the entire group down. And then everybody is jumping in to tear something down. It's so easy to stand back and to tear stuff down. But you can't do that in golf. It's so easy to tear stuff down in your golf game. It's so easy to say, man, if I hadn't hooked that driver, if I hadn't duffed that chip, or if I hadn't skittered that putt off the green, or anything like that. So easy to do that, but don't fall into that trap. Focus on the positive. It'll keep your mind in a good place. You'll stay focused on that good memory that you have, that feeling of crushing that driver, that perfect sight of seeing that ball land within seven feet or five feet of the hole. All of that. That is going to come back and reward you by building confidence. And that is what you need when you are focusing on what you did right on this last hole to help propel you forward and make sure that your round stays on track. Now tip number four goes against one big thing that I've talked about before which is course strategy. And course strategy is important. It, it most definitely is important. But when it comes to the mental side of things, you need to take each hole one at a time, okay? You don't need to focus on 18 holes at a time because it's not going to help you. It's going to be too overwhelming. You're not going to be able to focus. You're not going to be able to build a structure and a format to help you propel your game forward. So many golfers often worry about the entire round. You know, they're worried about a score that they want to achieve at the end of the round, and that is not always the best thing to do. It's, it's not Always the best thing to say, like, I'm going to shoot a 75 and, you know, six holes in, you've already got two doubles and you're like, ah, oh, I don't know if I want to make it. What am I going to, you know, and you start thinking like, oh, on, on hole 13, I got to do this. And on hole 16, I got to do that. And it's just going to be too much for you to focus on. And it's going to, it's going to screw your brain up and your mental state for the game of golf. And that's not going to be good for anyone. So don't focus on the entire round. Take one hole at a time, one shot at a time. Break it down as small as you can because smaller tasks are easier to accomplish than a ton of large tasks all at once, okay? Anytime you have a large task, it's a lot easier to break it down into smaller tasks in order to accomplish that more effectively, and that's what golf is. So don't focus on the large task, 18 holes. Pick the small task, one shot, one hole at a time, and your mind will thank you for it. You are going to be able to focus on the ins and outs of that particular shot and that hole much better than being worried about the next 17 that you've got coming up, okay? Now, before we get into tip number five, I wanted to remind you guys that anytime you have golf questions about uh, getting into the sport of golf or uh, golf gear questions or anything like that, please don't hesitate to shoot me an email at roughgolfpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer your questions for you. May even feature them on a podcast uh, as a part of an episode or maybe even an entire episode. So uh, don't feel like there are any silly questions out there about golf. I've been playing for a long time 
and I would be happy to help each and every one of you out there. If you have any questions or concerns about the game of golf, um, I'm definitely here and can help you with those. So Now, we've talked about a wide variety of things. We've got the pre-shot routine. We've got the build confidence by playing a smart shot. Focus on what you did right was tip number three, not what you did wrong, because that's not going to land anybody in a good position. And then tip number four is take it one hole at a time. Don't focus on the full 18. And all of those are leading up to building confidence and resilience in your game is what leads to a strong mental game in golf. Okay, Those are two very big parts of the golf mental game structure. All right. And I saved resilience for last because I think it's one of the most difficult things to uh, conquer in your mental game. And it's all about not giving up until the last hole is done. Okay. And I'm going to explain, I'm going to elaborate on that. that. But that is tip number five. Don't give up until the last hole is done. Now, many times myself, I've gone out and played a round of golf. And, you know, on the first four or five holes, I've already got a double, you know, maybe a quadruple bogey. My driver is fading uh, near about the, as much as a slice, and it's turning, it's turning ugly, okay? And I'm just having some trouble staying upbeat, all right? After I've made that terrible drive and three or four bad shots in between, and I'm sitting on the green putting for a double bogey, and I'm 20 feet away. Most people would pick their ball up, walk off the green, and just go to the next hole. But I don't want you to do that because that is not going to help you mentally. All right? But putting that out, continuing to fight and to strive to make sure that you finish out that hole, whether it's a double bogey or a quadruple bogey or whatever, is going to benefit you by developing resiliency in the mental side of your golf game. You also get the practice of putting from those distances. So it's not only a physical act that you're going to be able to work on, but also a mental act because you're developing resiliency. You're going to say, I'm not going to let this hole beat me no matter what I get. I will finish this out. This ball will roll into that cup and I'll move on to the next hole. And that right there is going to help start building your resiliency in your mind when it comes to mental golf. It becomes so easy for us to just give up after a bad shot or a bad hole. You know, I'm already sitting five in the fairway. It's a par four. Why should I even play it out? That's the wrong attitude to have. You need to continue to work and fight and get that ball into the hole to accomplish it. Because if your mind finds a shortcut, which is exactly what you've just trained it to do if you're sitting five in the fairway and it's already a par, it's a par four. You've told your mind to just give up. You know, why even do the chip? Why even do the putt? Why even try to go through all of that if it's not worth it? But it is worth it. Accomplishing or finishing that hole is worth it to you because it builds that resiliency and you're also honing your skills because you still have to get it to the cup. And here, here's one thing that you may not have thought about. You have to get it to the cup even when you don't want to. That's powerful, man. Even if you don't want to get the ball to the cup because you're like, man, I just this is frustrating. You, know? you still have to get it there 
And that builds resiliency. That makes you strong. It makes you a strong mental golfer. And people will have mad respect for you. It's so easy to pick up your ball and walk off. Anybody can do that. But if you keep fighting and pushing to finish out that hole, no matter what you get, there's something admirable in that. You're training yourself. You're building resiliency. You're building those skills. And that's going to help you in the mental game of golf. And that's what you need to do. You can't just give up on yourself and give up on that hole and move to the next one. That's not a true representation of your golf. And I don't believe, looking back on that, that you would be satisfied with that if over the next few holes your game turned around and was good. I think you would focus on, man, I wish I had finished out that first hole because your round won't count. Your score won't be accurate. You won't know what you could have done, how good your comeback could have been. So don't give up on anything in golf until you are finished and that ball hits the cup of the 18th hole. Then you pick your ball up and you go and you can assess what you need to work on for your next practice round. Get to the end of the round. Learn from what you've done incorrectly and go back, practice, and you'll be better off. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating or review. I would really, really appreciate it. Definitely helps out the podcast. And I want to know what you think. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. If you've been listening to a few other ones, let me know what you thought about them. Tell me what you're feeling. I want to know. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And as always, keep on swinging.